2: 2021 Trade Deadline Edition Starring Dave Schilling Alden Polonese Jeremy Lamb Joey Devine Robert Tractor Trailer Flynn Robinson Sean Keen Cliff Hagen and Ed McCauley! Jack Marin! Patreons, Jonathan Kilday! Thank you, Jonathan! Jonathan Llewellyn! Thank you, Jonathan! John W. Williams! Thank you, John! Musical guest, Van Halen! But with Gary Cerrone! now the temporary host of the round ball rock podcast joey devine
3: hi it's me joey devine your temporary host of the round ball rock podcast and we are back my mic was just slowly falling over as i did that <laughs> um we are back with an emergency trade deadline episode Ooh, wee, wee. Uh, that's the trade horn um <laughs> Look, there's nothing I hate more. I, oh, I honestly, I said this to Sean. I was like, it would be so funny if one trade happened and then we just released a two minute episode uh-huh. <laughs> while everyone else released like 90 minute uh, trade deadline extravagant. Look, there's, I love trades. I love doing this podcast. I love basketball. But there's nothing I hate more than the race for like trade deadline supremacy in podcasts. Do you know what I'm talking right. about, Sean? Yeah, yeah, I
4: I definitely know what you're talking about. Like anytime
3: and anything happens, people are like, "It's an emergency. We gotta record right now." <laughs> it's an emergency pod. Yeah, we gotta n-
4: name it as and like like that. It's somehow compelling that people are reacting to like news that came in on twitter at at 3 15 instead of three o'clock
3: jacko's friend you know uh former employee of jimmy kimmel put up four episodes today (laughs) and they are each 40 minutes long well one is an hour 12
4: is it like different combinations of people yes
3: well, Ryan Rosillo, it appears, is on every single one, but I think. Oh, good,
4: good, thank God. I think
3: Chris Ryan is on some of them. Great, he's um,
4: <laughs> a vo- just a, one of the more beautiful voices in podcasting.
3: Anyway, ones. that voice you're hearing—he's a right Sixers now. fan. Anyway, that voice you're hearing right now is, of course, my co-host, my best friend, Sean Keen. Uh, you're listening to Round Rock Pod. Some business right up the up off the top. Hey, our tea public store is having a sale until Sunday, Sean. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, our, we have a friend at TeePublic who is always very disappointed that we don't uh, answer his emails telling us to pump up the volume on uh, our, our tea public store. but masks are 12 bucks and eight bucks, mugs are 11 bucks, tanks are 13. pins and stickers just two dollars. Uh, and all t-shirts, 13 bucks, uh, through Sunday the 28th. So, uh, get your merch, baby. Um. It's it's good merch, too. I
4: don't don't know why we're so hesitant to sell it to anyone. Look,
3: we are, we got into, uh, comedy to not be businessmen, and the sick joke of, uh, running a comedy podcast or doing anything in comedy is you immediately become a businessman. <laughs> in like, so in like a of bunch our, of weird yeah, ways. So too. many of our worst friends are like, oh, I gotta make this S Corp. Uh I gotta I gotta create an LLC. Uh-huh. Meanwhile. Uh I'm paying taxes in eleven states. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, I'm just trying to figure out uh how to quit my real job. Alright. Um <laughs> I mean are we all baby? <laughs> uh-huh. We sure are. Um anyway, it was the trade deadline. Sean, how was your trade deadline? It was, it was pretty chill.
4: I uh I was the only thing was I like I knew guy I knew guys were going to get moved. Like it, there is an inevitability uh you know because people's contracts expired. Teams are bad and other teams are good. Like that's mm-hmm. naturally. But I was really holding out hope for like a four trade. Deadline, yeah, and
3: it ended just, up being like quite active, actually, it was pretty active, but I just it's always it's always
4: my dream, especially when you know ESPN goes so hard, yeah, like like time they're like, we are going to put Adrian Wojnarowski on camera on purpose, <laughs> and we're gonna pair him with Zach Lowe and watch the Sparks fly um anyway it's there is plenty to talk about i don't know how much is necessary i I don't know it was was interesting i liked i like seeing the stuff come in the funny thing was that my dad was really invested in it Uh too uh which is i think partly out of like ways for him to uh not
3: specifically uh convey his love to me i was just gonna make that same joke (laughs) i was like relate to his son sean (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, exactly Uh, like he's
5: like ah
4: he's you know normally i i talk to him about his
3: family you know
4: that i really would have expected him to need some opinions on home maintenance or even even shopping for a home uh, but but this basketball thing, you know, and that and, and he's like legitimately, idiot. he
3: has like a subscription to the Athletic and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I bought him that, but
4: he would have he would get it anyway. Um, so he was like, he hey, was you know what,
3: you need to get him What's a that? subscription to Dunked on Prime. Oh my god, <laughs> I I don't know if I can deal with that. Throw I think him I think, in the deep end, baby. <laughs> I think
4: I think he's getting a Defector subscription.
3: Um. Well that's,
4: a good well, idea. that's yeah that's a buddies. great idea.
3: Yeah. Um listeners, what are you getting your father for Father's
4: Day? It's a, it's a ways <laughs> off honestly. It's Easter this weekend. Nobody's getting an Easter present
3: but Um anyway, uh before we get to the trade deadline, uh mm-hmm. should we talk about a story? Should we This this can't wait. Yeah. This this, this, is, more <laughs> this
4: important is more important than the important trade, than the deadline.
3: trade deadline, for deadline for sure. Yeah. Um, it's not, I'm not even gonna call it news. Normally we would stick it in the news section, but I'm I'm not gonna make a drop for this. Um, so last week, Sean, there were rumors flying all over the place that, uh, coach of the Boston Celtics, America's favorite Volcel, Brad Stevens, uh, was gonna quit the Celtics to join India, to become the coach of Indiana State University
4: no just indiana sorry 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 indiana, sorry.
3: University. The sorry, University indiana state indiana. is
4: cool Blo- indiana the pride is
3: of, yeah the pride of
4: bloomington archie miller joey you know archie miller um
3: sorry was i was fired. looking at a picture of bo burnham so i was like indiana state right um uh, bo burnham uh, did hbo's new larry bird yeah. uh
4: <laughs> archie miller has as a real midwestern coach look
3: um it's pretty funny. Anyway, guess what um, didn't happen?
4: Uh Brad Stevens did not take the Indiana Hoosiers job <laughs> yeah, yeah. because he was coaching the Boston Celtics, yeah. which, again, I got to say, um, I'm not saying that that would have confounded white supremacists. It would just maybe have confused some people who enjoy a Caucasian basketball player a little too much. Mm-hmm. You
3: know what yeah. I mean? Like, I'm not saying. Yeah, it's like the, it's real uh, peanut butter and chocolate. I don't know who to be mad about because these two tastes great together situation, you people, know? A lot of
4: people <laughs> who maybe don't soften an R when they're singing along to rap music. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, maybe some people who have been a little bit too invested in uh, the career of Brian Scalabrini or Austin mm-hmm. yep. uh, uh,
3: Maybe. Uh... <laughs> Anyway, um, anyway uh, there was but, no fucking yeah. way he was going to leave the Boston Celtics to take that job in the first place. I mean, he is he, like he's from Indiana. Sure. But, like, but he's coaching like, the Boston Celtics. Yeah, 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 it's a much better job. <laughs> and also...
4: And he is not like,
3: going to get fired. Also, it seems like being the coach of
4: Indiana is, like, unwinnable because you're... You're chasing uh, the ghost of Bobby Knight. Bobby Knight is alive. Don't, mm-hmm. I mean, he's dead to me, but uh, it's it's like an unwinnable situation. Well,
3: I do hear that if you're in the Hoosier Dome, or wherever the fuck they play, at mm-hmm. night by yourself and you go to sit down in a chair, sometimes it will just not be there.
4: Oh. And it's because it's, it's scattered it's being someone
3: through it, Go it goes the... through it across the arena.
4: <laughs> yeah. Um so, so Brad Stevens had a quote where he described like I understand you you still think I'm 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 a hick from Hickory High. But wait, before but... we get
3: there, before yes, we yes, get yes. to Brad's quote, okay. I just wanna say only a fucking maniac oh unless you are a football coach that, that is, is a the
4: totally different yeah that yeah, yeah. is
3: the only case where being a coach in the pros is worse than coaching college like then if you're Steve Spurrier like you then yeah you get all the power in the world leaving Jacksonville or whatever to go coach like, to go like illegally pay off children <laughs>
4: I mean, didn't didn't Jim Harbaugh just get a contract extension
3: <laughs> at Michigan? But no NBA coach that isn't about to be fired is going to take a college job. No, it's it's significantly worse. <laughs> it's so much more work,
4: well, you and have to it feel... fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I still think it's probably, yeah, it's just, it's it's like unpleasant work. It just seems like like being an NBA coach, yes, you kind of have to... You're, like, You subjective. can go to more
3: games, but you don't have to do practices. You don't have to uh, go to people's houses and beg them to uh, just let you keep so, your job for a year. It feels so degrading. <laughs> like,
4: <laughs> like oh, this 15-year-old, you really want to come in at the State.
3: And... Oh, come on. And... You personally don't have to hide any uh hookers. That's uh the the franchise's yeah. job. It's like, actually <laughs> totally
4: okay for the your players to just have hookers. Like yeah. that's <laughs> but like like it's just
3: it's just the sex work not. It's not, a big deal. it's not really a big deal. Sex work is work. Um yeah. anyway, so of course he would didn't take that job, you idiots. But he had a very, he had a very, uh he had a quote I was sort of obsessed with um, Yeah, when he announced he was not leaving the Celtics for the Indiana Hoosiers job. <laughs> a team uh, that ha- isn't even very good anymore. No, um, they're not. <laughs> he uh, said, quote, Sean, do you want to do your Brad Stevens?
4: Well, no, I'm going to do, I'm going to do Brad Stevens' soul. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But I'm not a fucking kid anymore. (laughs) I'm a 44-year-old asshole. I swerve around others when I'm driving, I eat Dunkin' Donuts, and I root for the fucking Patriots. I've unfortunately been skewed in a lot of ways, I guess. How do you like them apples?
3: Mm -hmm. So here's what we did, Sean. I was obsessed Mm -hmm. with this. Um, And I knew we had to do something about it, but I didn't have the time. So, I farmed it out to our robot. I don't know oh. what we're about to play, but I I put it into our our robot's algorithm to make something about Brad Stevens being a an masshole. Wow. Okay. Uh, this is what it came up with. We have a, we've got all the technology here. Uh Common helped me make this this <laughs> robot. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, and yeah, here's what the America's Most Technological Podcasting Robot came up with for, uh, when I inserted the inputs, is Brad Stevens a Masshole, drop.exe. Wow. Um, so yeah, I don't even know what we're about to hear.
0: Now... It's time for everyone's favorite pastime. Is Brad Stevens a mass hole? Starring my friends from Boston. Yes, that's right. These are my friends, not Sean and Joey's. Jeff from Kilowat.
6: Hey, this is Jeff in San Francisco by way of Massachusetts. Uh, So the question is, is Brad Stevens a mass hole? Uh, The answer is no, and that's good for him. He's not a asshole for one reason, he's way too polite. That Celtics team should be so much better than they are. Any true asshole would be yelling at them, getting up in their faces, telling them they got to cut down on turnovers, saying they're never going to amount to anything and they should move out of the house and get a job. I promise you, at one point or another, Brad Stevens has told every one of his players that he loves them, which is an automatic asshole disqualification. But if he thinks he's a masshole because he eats Dunkin' Donuts and likes the pats, that's adorable. And that's about as deep as you want to go. Do you know what I mean? We don't want to find Brad Stevens in a South Shore rest area with a bunch of losing scratch tickets nodding off on Oxy. I love the show. You guys are great. Cancel Sobo. Not a masshole. It's just my daughter in there!
0: Del Baru says,
6: All right, guys, it's Del Baru here. And I uh, got a comment on Brad Stevens about being a masshole. I was initially, it took me a little bit of time. I was initially going to say, no, he is not a masshole. Uh, when he said he gets his Duncans, and when he talks about living in New England, uh, he, he's kind of a masshole. I'm going to uh, leave this up to uh, Mike Malloy, though. I think he's got a better choice on this since I'm a. Kansas ass living in Southern California now, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna give the vote to not a masshole, though I accept him as my own.
0: Not a masshole.
6: Look at my eyes! Is she in there?
0: Mike Malloy
6: says... Hey, pals, it's your old buddy Mike Malloy. Uh, you'd ask me to chime in about this whole Brad Stevens business. Uh, you know, it, it is what it is. He's the, the coach of the team. I don't see uh, why. You know, if... Why would Brad Stevens want to go coach a team that hasn't done shit since the 80s, uh, you know, in a, in a boring city uh, for the
4: the slim chance of pleasing a, a bunch of racists when he could coach the Boston Celtics? You know, what's the upside? Anyway, uh, nobody eats a dung and donut your food poisoning, uh, but the coffee rules. All right. Your
0: fault. Not a mass hole. It's <clears throat> not your fault. Zoe Simmons' dad says,
7: Uh, hey, Rabbi Rock, it's me, Bill, from Los Angeles.
6: Uh, and I'm just calling to answer your question. Uh, of course Brad Stevens is a mass
7: hole. I mean, I'm a mass hole. Uh, but I'm sure Brad Stevens, enjo- Stevens enjoys everything Uh, your regular mass hole enjoys. Soup being the perfect food. Getting a salad at tender Greens on Sunset. Walking down Larchmont Village. Living next to Kevin Costner in Malibu. Uh, oh, and hating unions. So yeah, of course he's a masshole. Uh, I gotta go. J-Bug's on the other line.
0: Masshole. <laughs>
2: oh, is that my daughter
0: in there Josh Gondallman says,
7: Hi, Randall Rock Podcast. It's Josh Gondelman. Uh, you know, Massachusetts born, uh, Brooklyn resident. Brad Stevens recently said that he is a masshole. Um, he, 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 uh, he said he swerves. He said, I swerve around on the road, eat Dunkin' Donuts, and I root for the Patriots. And, uh, and he said that those are his masshole qualifications why, and why he's not considering leaving for the job in Indiana. And, and I have some thoughts about this. First of all, he's definitely not a masshole. Brad Stevens seems like a nice guy. A pretty good basketball coach. Um, He he's just not mad enough to be a Masshole. He could be he could have he could have acclimated to Massachusetts, but he's not a Masshole. It's just like there's more stuff you've got to do. And second of all, these are outsider observations. Dunkin' Donuts, the Patriots. This is like if you like uh, like the Steve Buscemi "Hello, fellow kids" of I'm from Massachusetts. Like you can't just be a, a teen because you have a backwards hat and a skateboard. Like, if he were really serious, right, he would be like, "Um, I swerve around on the road, I eat Dunkin' Donuts, I call a water fountain a bubbler, and I have no idea that people in other cities don't do that. I shovel up my parking spot when it snows, and I save it with a traffic cone, and I fight anyone who tries to park there until spring. I give directions based on locations of Brigham's ice cream parlors that closed two to three decades ago. I refuse happiness and comfort because to acknowledge that those things are attainable and I deserve them would be a, ref- a refutation of the way I have lived my life since birth and I cannot bear to accomplish and I cannot bear to contemplate that possibility. These these are things that would make him an asshole. I don't fully trust that he, you know, I think he protests too much and, uh, Again, this is not a, against Brad Stevens. I just don't, I think he's, uh, a, a happy and thriving, well, you know, until this season, Massachusetts resident. And, uh, but not an asshole. Um, thank you for
0: listening. Not a masshole.
5: Is that my daughter No! 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 No!
3: Okay. Thank you, robot. Whatever that was. Um and I mean, that was that was all right. Uh I'll uh, I would also encourage people
4: to uh check out Josh Gondelman's album mm-hmm. Dancing on a Weeknight mm-hmm. or even his um his book, mm-hmm. which is called Hold on, Nice One. Yeah. Nice he, one. He also has a podcast. Nice
3: try. Nice yeah. try. Jesus. Oh yeah, what's his podcast? Um well, first off, uh our friend Mike Malloy, uh, you can watch Faded every Friday on Twitch. Yep. Um, one of our favorite guys. We need to have Mike on like a real episode. Um, no, it just it's, it's been so. Uh,
4: at fake Mike Malloy.
3: Yeah. On social media. Uh, I mean, if he has not been uh, suspended. Yeah, that's true.
4: He he might uh, He have
3: is often sub <laughs> suspended. Um, and uh, yeah, listen to a comedy game show. Make my day with Josh Gondelman and wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh, yeah. Joey, did you um? Did you know I got suspended from Twitter last week? I did not. But before you get to that, also, yeah. if you want to oh, yeah. talk to Dubaru, join our Patreon for only three oh. bucks a month. He's always popping off in the Discord, and I've got to say, there's a lot of interesting people in our Discord, and Dubaru is among the most interesting. Um, always, He's just always having really wild things happening to him. Um, and uh, I don't know if. If you're vaccinated, uh go to Gestalt. Jeff is probably <laughs> hanging out there playing pinball. <laughs> yeah. Um That's a good point, yeah. Uh why were you suspended from Twitter, Sean? Uh because I I made a bad joke and it was not it's not a joke I'm proud of, and I almost oh, is deleted. Is this an it Ellery anyway. switch S- smith situation? <laughs> I, you... Uh it is not. Are you um, gonna have to resign what? from Teen Vogue? I know
4: it's, well, it's weird because I'm very happy to be unemployed, uh, but I have not, I, I search my archives for, uh, slurs and just, I regularly just search for the name of an ethnicity, and I'm proud to say that at least through 2012, uh... I'm only um, I've only said disparaging things about white people as a class, Good. so that
3: I feel like that works
4: out. Also, I don't have a job to be fired from; Mm-mm-mm. it would just be this podcast.
3: <laughs> well, your 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 sister could uh, fire you. <laughs> I could get fired or... as a babysitter. So yeah, that's yeah. true. I did I did haul
4: a three-year-old around in a in a backpack
3: today. Are you a little a worried spot. though that you had a job interview last week while your Twitter was a suspended? <laughs> Uh, no, no, it got suspended.
4: I mean, it's not great that it was the day after, I guess, if they were checking on me. Um, but I think, I think you could still read my tweets. I think I just couldn't do anything, maybe.
3: I think I don't it know. says I, suspended. Anyway, I probably did. God,
4: yeah. So I, I just took a picture of the, the Sports Center board mm-hmm. because it was the day before the NCAA tournament started and just looked... Crazy. There were like three different bottom lines running, and like ads and different videos running at the same time. And I, I said that, um, ESPN Sports Center layout would cause a hundred times more autism than any vaccine.
3: Mm. Yeah, I and I was, why I understand why you got uh, suspended. Uh, yeah. I got
4: suspended for being a a COVID, uh,
3: anti-vaxxer. denier, yeah, an anti
4: vaxxer and that meant that I was actually suspended from twitter when i was getting the covid vaccine mm-hmm. so i couldn't post a picture bragging about my vaccine because of my anti-vax activities yeah you're on twitter
3: uh can twitter step in and suspend andrew wiggins from the nba forever <laughs> that would for be also dr- being huh? an anti-vaxxer look we can't look, talk mean, about that now
4: but you're right you're right but also we'll uh i i kind of feel like Joe Lacob and some of those Twitter guys
8: probably have a lot of interest in common. They could work something
4: out. Yeah, yeah.
3: Uh, um, suspended, void his contract. Um, yeah, but let them keep the salary spot. I don't know. All right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> look, it's time for everyone's favorite part about the trade deadline. Uh, not that. Look, everyone I know, they like the trades. They like constantly refreshing shams's uh twitter feed to see which passive voice adverbs he's using um but what they really like is a drop we only get to play a couple of times a year it's time for the trade drop
0: trades that's right we're talking about trades
2: slash Capspace URLs. You should remember we talk about Capspace all the time in the program. Slash Capspace. Let them know that you came from us. Limited time only. Terms apply.
0: Protected Picks.
6: You can even create a beautiful website while listening to this podcast. Over 140 million people choose Wix to create their website. Create yours today. That's WIX.com slash Woj, W-O-J, to get 10% on
0: Rights to euros that are never coming. Enter code NBA at checkout for $20 off your first order. Expiring salaries. And if you missed it, we launched the Recapables Billions podcast on our Recapables feed. Treating people like their assets and not people.
3: ZipRecruiter.com slash Low Post, L O W E Post, ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire even robots
0: know that basketball is a business so players shouldn't have feelings because of business trades
3: that's right sean trade drop (laughs) um we're gonna go through these real fast and as always we're gonna grade them on the Zach Lowe beer scale and the Brian Windhorst anecdote scale. Uh, do you want to mm-hmm. explain the beer scale and the anecdote scale?
4: Yeah. So um, Zach Lowe, as we all know, uh, basically maxes out at one beer.
3: Mm hmm. It's the most uh, beers a a human being can drink. Uh huh. And we're just gonna say each of these trades
4: how much of a beer of one beer would this inspire Zach to to drink? Yeah. To drink? Uh, and then Brian Windhorst anecdotes. Um. We're just we're just gonna pick the type of anecdote that Brian Windhorst would tell. Now I will say that this year, um, Windy is coming into his own. Joey,
3: he's really had some wild
4: guests in the last wild, two months. Wild
3: guests, <laughs>
4: like um, I don't know, Aaron Hernandez's lawyer. That was not a guest I expected him to have this week. Um, but
3: yeah, just like a lot of, uh, writers. old woman that everyone was like, have you heard this fucking old woman on Brian (laughs) Windhorst's podcast? The old woman was great, by the way. I loved her. She was was wild.
4: It was just weird that everyone was like, who's that old bitch? You know, I'm like, whoa.
3: Everyone described, everyone kept texting me, have you heard this old woman? So weird. Like... (laughs) Uh, yeah, I mean,
8: I
4: am enjoying it. It's, it is just strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's and crazy. like, I, I like that he's sharing the wealth, but also I wouldn't have expected that to be the direction, right. like an un, like an off the leash Brian Windhorst would go. Yeah. Um, uh, mm-hmm. so Joey, you're going to make the beer rating. I'm going to make
3: yep. the windy anecdote. rating. Love it. Cause I can't do a Brian Windhorst impression. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, Sean, do you want to read our first, the, the biggest tweet of the day?
4: Biggest, biggest deal of the day. Yeah. Brad Wanamaker is going to the Charlotte Hornets for
3: cash. Wow, what a what a shocker. I couldn't believe it. Um, Golden State has let them
4: reunite Brad Wanamaker with Terry Rozier and Gordon Hayward, a.k.a. the 2018-19 Boston Celtics bench. <laughs> They I sh- made it to the second round,
3: baby. I should mention, though, that this does mean warming up to Wanamaker, our Patreon podcast within a Patreon podcast, inside of watching Wiggins, uh, has been canceled. It, it has been canceled. I mean, we theoretically canceled it two months ago because we were we never a- going to get warm to Wanamaker.
4: Uh, it, it proved to be... We answered our question pretty early yeah. on. Would we be warming up to Wanamaker?
3: Oh, uh, this is a no beer for Zach Lowe,
4: by the way. <laughs> uh, this is this is actually just uh, Brian Windhorst, yeah, uh, get, get like getting annoyed with the production yeah. of the podcast. It's not even, and I, I, I'm gonna <laughs> say I'll, I'll spoiler. Uh, the second biggest trade of the day is going to have a
3: similar reaction. I will say Brian, though that it it. Uh... Does make Kevin Arnovitz sniff a single white truffle he's been holding oh. <laughs> in his uh, on his uh in a box on his oven, all right? Um, Sean. <laughs> Sean, what's our next trade?
4: Uh, the second biggest trade of the day also involves the Golden State Warriors, <laughs> it's Marquise Chris, uh, the center with a broken leg. He tears ACL? I don't broken even remember. It's broken it's bro- he broke his leg. And cash too. It's the San Antonio Spurs for the rights to Korean Basketball League All-Star
3: Katie mm-hmm. um You so know what? The- <laughs> we can't actually talk about this trade. You, it, I do want you to name Katie tw- uh teams, yeah. though. I do want to say that they
4: saved $11 million in luxury tax. Yeah. And I want to say congratulations to Joe Lacob and the guy who tried to punch Kyle Lowry in the finals. <laughs> so they all made some money. Uh Here's where Katie Lalan, uh Haitian-American ba- basketball player, has played uh, after after leaving the NBA system. Uh, he has played for Capitanes de Arecibo, in 2016, he moved on to the Shashang Golden Bulls. Mm-hmm. Uh, then he went to play for New Basket, Brindisi, uh Bestigatas Basketball.
3: How come uh, all of these team names have the word basketball or basket in them? Yeah, it feels like <laughs> this like, is... It's these like, are like, like, oh, places I play for basketball, they... basketball. <laughs> yeah, the, it really feels like they maybe don't have a lot of basketball yeah. in these
4: places. Yeah. Um, Uh, uh, boxy Manresa. Oh,
3: didn't they that one a missional in star, right? Boxy Manresa, yeah, it did. did,
4: did. Uh, the the, the chef
3: got canceled, though, so
4: (laughs) mm, inappropriate behavior. Uh, and then Piratas de Quebradias, um, and then his current team, the Changquan LK Sakers. Mm. So,
8: uh,
4: you know, not to be confused with
3: the Changdun, uh, SK Lakers. Um, all right. Um, here's the thing. Zach Lowe would be annoyed that he read a tweet about this trade, uh-huh. but he would sort of get obsessed with the name Katie Lalonde. All right. He, he might riff. He, yeah. Oh, he, he would definitely riff. He'd be like, oh, I didn't realize Katie Lang was still in the league. Oh, huh. I've never even heard a Katie Lang song. Who likes Katie Lang? What's the deal with the Blazers? Portugal the man? He's a big Blazers fan. And then he would uh, satisfyingly crack the beer, but not drink it. Yeah, yeah.
4: Like, like, yeah, this doesn't it.
3: And uh, While he's doing it, he would shut a door very loudly so his wife didn't hear him open a beer. uh
4: Uh-huh. (laughs) <laughs> uh and this is Brian Windhorst sighing into an open mic mm-hmm. for a little bit too long.
3: Okay, let's talk about some real trades though. Okay. Uh all right, so the I've they were a little hard to organize,
4: but I I just put these in, in terms what you of you think uh, the best order was? Well, yeah, I mean, these are the biggest trades. I tried to I tried to make it flow like a narrative. It's almost sure. like a modern hypertext novel, Joey.
9: Mm-hmm.
4: Um all right, so this section is just entitled "The Orlando Teardown, mm-hmm. and that is not, uh, like a like a real estate scam
3: perpetuated like by a Michael, living, the Devos family,
4: <laughs> or like Mike. Lind- is that where Mike Lindell
3: lives? Uh, uh, probably. I was <laughs> going to say it sounds like a book that uh, uh, what's his face wrote, uh, like some that um. Uh, the Moneyball guy wrote about. Michael Lewis? Yeah, yeah. like, it sounds like a Michael Lewis book, and it's, like, somehow about how, like, Elliot Spitzer (laughs) got involved (laughs) in some housing thing in Orlando. All right, um, Sean, let's go with the chapter one of the Orlando Teardown.
4: All right. uh, Aaron Gordon, the star of uh, Uncle Drew, Mm -hmm. and and you know him from his hip-hop career, Uh, and Gary Clark, formerly. Did he once break his hand wrestling with his brother? Aaron Gordon or Gary Clark?
3: Aaron Gordon.
4: (laughs) Maybe. I I believe his rookie
3: year, he broke his hand wrestling with his brother. Oh my God. Uh, well,
4: yeah. uh, So he and Gary Clark are headed to the Denver Nuggets for Mr. Nugget himself, I would say. Gary Harris, Mm -hmm. uh... Last year's first round pick, R.J. Hampton in a 2025 number one uh, first round pick, which is top five protected in 2025, 2026 and 2027. I'm not sure what happens to that pick in 2028, if it has not been conveyed, if things really go wrong for the Denver Nuggets in four years. All right. So (laughs) pretty
3: fun, pretty fun trade.
4: Yeah, Um, that's this is like. Uh, I feel like this is a real challenge. This is a team that has not really pushed its chips to the middle of the table before. Mm -hmm. Right. It kind of feels like the Matt, the Nuggets have been looking for this kind of like sort of this is the kind of trade they should have made
3: last year, but instead sent a bunch of their assets to (laughs) Minnesota for no reason. Um uh, they
4: yeah, yeah to get the number, well it turned into a number 1 pick that got them RJ Hampton
3: so Okay.
4: Um but yes, yes, it, it sort of seemed like they should have just I kept just the I sort guys. of thing Malik
3: Beasley might have helped them in win a game in the Western Conference Finals last year. Um Yep, yeah, I mean I don't think you're wrong here. And uh but
4: but we we have been clamoring for the Nuggets to do something like this for two and a half years, I would true.
3: say. True. Um, uh I just don't particularly like this, if I as a Nuggets uh fan. It's fine. I just don't think Aaron Gordon is very good. Yeah. We so already we, had this argument on text message. So earlier let's today. just
4: let's just go let's just consolidate. We don't even need to argue it. Let's just mm-hmm. give very basic summaries of certain points.
3: Okay. Shitty teams. <laughs> Dunks. Uh this is his seventh year. He's only 25. Mm, He thinks he's a star, uh, not a high-octane role player. He played with 15 different forwards (laughs) blocking him in six (laughs) years. Uh, I thought it would be smart to dunk over a drone.
4: Oh, the drone was going to pass to him, Joey, but that was (laughs) a bad idea. Um, Also, rap video during the dunk contest? (laughs) Oh that's the saddest thing I've ever I've ever seen I think him complaining about Dwayne Wade. Okay, I'm a little worried about it. But um I mean mainly I just think he um like like Jeremy Grant was really good and useful for that team last mm-hmm. year and uh I I kind of feel like Aaron Gordon could could do a lot of that. Maybe and he's he's also he also has a like a shockingly cheap deal next year sure he's he's signed for 60 million
3: i mean anyway. look it's fine uh yeah. i'm more into it's i'm weirdly a lot more into the other guy the nuggets traded i mean not for i mean the uh sorry the uh magic traded not that um the he would be a good fit for the nuggets but yeah yeah i just and think uh, aaron gordon is a lot more famous than he is good um I don't even know if he's been the second best player on a lot of those Orlando teams. Um uh, that's also possible, yeah. Um and Gary Harris, I really like,
4: dude. Uh I do too. I do too. It's like this is the sad part of the trade because uh his his body just betrayed him. Like when he was finally playing last year, the team was really good. Mm-hmm. But he's also now been hurt for two months, and uh, they basically have, like, no idea yeah. why he's, or, like, it's just, it feels like the kind of injury that, like, a less severe version of what Victor Oladipo had, when they were just like, uh, his thigh is messed up.
3: I was gonna say, it reminds me of Andre Roberson's injury, where it's like, we oh, oh, don't even yeah. fucking know. um. Yeah. Anyway, get well well soon Gary. Is this we should probably mention this here. Uh-huh. Uh every player named Gary was traded in the NBA today. Yes.
4: Yes. <laughs> well, this this trade had two Garys. Uh-huh. Which is like unprecedented in 2021. Mm-hmm. As Gary is a name that is uh virtually John, you once you used to have a bit about the name gary didn't you i did i yeah. <laughs> did because i i saw a teenager named gary at a gas station once and it blew my mind and uh and basically a baby Gary, and like meeting a baby named gary would really freak me out and uh i would assume he was divorced and I would assume that when his hair was coming in it would start falling out. And uh this was this was something that I talked to you about a lot, but I feel like the the reverse name. There's no young Gary's and there are no old Justins.
3: Yeah. We saw that and that came from we were watching like a true life On on, on MTV in 2010. (laughs) And a guy's dad was named
4: Justin. (laughs) Justin with white hair. I was just like, (laughs) where did he come from?
3: Um, All right. Uh, The Nuggets also made a move I really like, actually. They got Jamal McGee back, baby. That rules. For Uh, Hartenstein's monster and two second round picks.
4: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that that is what the the player's name is. Yeah. (laughs)
3: Yeah. Joey, I just have one... Look, that move is tight as hell.
9: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, I, Hardenstein does not seem very good. Uh, JaVale is cool. How angry is George Carl that so JaVale mad. McGee is returning to Denver? Because so he lives in Denver now.
3: Odds. Um, he's really upset about it. Um, all right. On the beer scale, this is one of our heavier beers. It involves the Nuggets, Gary Harris and Aaron Gordon. This is like a this is like a full half beer I think for old Zach Lowe. Yeah, this is He really uh, wants to think about if Aaron Gordon's catch and shoot 3 point uh percentage is real this year.
4: Yeah, he's he's not he's not great from the corners, Joey. That mm-hmm. seems like not great. Uh okay, and Brian Windhorst, this is going to be a story about a weird road trip he made actually Mm -hmm. let me let me just say, it
8: yeah uh you know before we get into the analysis of this i uh i actually drove 11 hours from omaha nebraska to a little town in northern louisiana because i i have a guy who uh you know gives me a great deal on alligator meat and while i was driving there i had a lot of time to think about what the denver nuggets should do and getting aaron gordon was number three on my list of those now i can't say one or two because the aggregators might get there but let's just say that uh aggregators and alligators were a big part of my thought process on that drive i i didn't roll down the window once
3: very very good um you have to do that the rest of the way by the way yeah Um, you're right i do um all right (laughs) uh our second big orlando teardown trade sean let's hear it
4: uh the orlando magic Tearing down the house, they traded all-star, two-time all-star, uh, Nikola Vucevic, and all Faruka Aminu to the Chicago Bulls for Otto Porter, expiring Wendell Carter Jr., and first-round picks this year and in 2023. Two ones, a Porter, a Carter, for Vucevic and Aminu.
3: I love this trade for the Chicago Bulls. This is tight as hell. Uh, Vucevic rocks yeah he's so cool. uh, and I've it's been like... saying this you can attest to this I've been saying this since before he got traded to the magic I was like that guy's good <laughs> um... oh, oh when he was a like a Philly player
4: yes. before the Dwight yeah. Howard trade? I know you've been into him basically his entire magic career and were, you called him as a future all-star in.
3: He was the best player in the Dwight Howard trade. <laughs> like when it was happening.
4: <laughs> you called him as a, uh, as a, as a imminent all-star in the summer of 2016. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I did call him as uh, a winner in 2016. Uh, I mean, an all-star in 2016. He rocks, dude. He and um, Zach Levine are going to be so fun. Yeah.
4: And also, like, uh, I mean, we talked to Bulls fans who were kind of just, like, the. It, it just doesn't seem like they were considered Wendell Carter Jr., a franchise cornerstone. Someone
3: anything. in a DM I'm in today said he's Al Horford if he sucked at everything. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, I I hear that.
4: Um, <laughs> I don't have any opinion on him, but uh, for me, this is also like like for Orlando. It's like you got two first round picks and a young center, and maybe he's bad, but then you just don't. Give him a bit of extension.
3: And you did something. It was time to do something.
4: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
3: Uh, Otto Porter probably getting bought out, right? No. Chris Haynes today said he's not getting bought out. Oh, well, I mean, maybe Orlando just needs bodies, too. I mean, who I DeVos?
4: mean, that's what uh, the DeVos family wants. Bodies. <laughs> um, and then uh, Wendell Carter, still only 21 years old, though. but
3: Hurt uh, all know. the time. And from Duke, also and from And ruined Duke. by Jim Boylan.
4: Um, That's very possible, too. Uh, I but, mean, Aminu's there. I mean, he might still be okay. I don't know. He just doesn't seem to shoot threes anymore. I mean, I I, think that part like, doesn't matter. It's Vucevic. Gonna,
3: it's Vucevic, baby. Yeah. He's the best. You're getting Vooch. Uh, Um The Bulls also uh, made two... Yeah, they- Oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. The, please, bu- please. the Bulls also made two small trades. Do you want to mention those? And let's just uh, yeah, knock let's the start. Bulls out right now. Yeah, let's get them out. Uh, the pride of Boise State, Chandler Hutchinson, and... The man uh, with the... the uh, I've got to say the lowest hairline I've ever seen. It's truly unsettling. It is hard to tell where his eyebrows end and his hairline begins. Yeah. Um, uh, and then he
4: got uh, Daniel Gafford, cult favorite... Backup center uh, for Mo Wagner and Troy Brown Jr. And uh, $250,000. Very important. Except. To any any incarnation of the Bulls team to get that cash. And then.
3: They traded uh, Mo Wagner not staying there long. Uh-huh. Where's he, he going, was, baby? He was packaged with Luke Cornett.
4: Yes. Two Caucasians headed to where? Mm-hmm. Boston.
3: <laughs> for
4: uh, Javante Green. One point three million dollars,
3: and Joey. Who? Who else? Daniel Tice, baby. Yes. Weird and to get both cash and the better, the best player in a deal. Always a good thing, right?
4: Yes, I guess you have more. Like you have another year of control with Mo Wagner. Maybe? And I actually kind of like Mo Wagner, but Tice is. Uh, he seems. He seemed important for them. Yeah, Tice uh, is also
3: though the kind of guy. That, like, Boston and Chicago fans, to a certain extent, stent, will get a little too obsessed with, I think.
4: Well, now, and according to uh, Kelly Dwyer, he thinks this is the first uh, German for German deal <laughs> in, in history. I I think, I'm pretty sure it is. And um, Chicago might owe them some schnitzel or some Lederhausen. Um, and, okay, so... Here's my theory on why they want uh Mo Wagner instead. Is just I feel like this is Danny Ainge forcing Brad Stevens to play Robert Williams.
3: Yeah, probably. Um
4: and it per- preserved the Caucasian balance with a white for white deal, and then <laughs> the Luke Cornette factor just made it irresistible.
3: What was Luke Cornette's nickname? It was like some Something about it. Uh, uh, he he had like a mini unicorn name. Hold on, what was it? Um, I can't even remember. But yeah, he had like a mini. They thought he was like, <laughs> and Nick's fans were like, "Yeah, he's like mini mini Porzingis."
4: <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, also his mom is famously in the uh, Michael Jordan documentary yelling at mm-hmm.
3: him. Yep. Are we going to see, John, a lineup that contains both Fast PP, Mo Wagner, and uh-huh. Luke Cornett come out in Boston at some point?
4: I think at some point you have to.
3: Yeah, the, That's all, what the, the hustle squad.
4: The <laughs> yeah. hustle squad wants. The mass holes demand it. Yeah. Uh, but this actually, this was not Boston's only move of the day. Oh, they... oh really? What did they, What they, else did they get? Well, this was the the third phase. Did they get the tallest man in the world? Demo. They got, yeah, the baldest man in the world, <laughs> a true, a truly like eccentric NBA player. One even of of, of someone
3: who's like a generally pretty good NBA player, but no one, even the teams he's on, like him at all. <laughs>
4: And I don't, his vibe is so weird. And I feel like he might've been a cult favorite in a different city. Mm-hmm. Like if this guy's in Portland, I think people would be obsessed with him. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, or I mean, he's like, he really should have been a spur. I honestly. mean,
3: weird Celtics. Twitter is going to love this guy. Yeah. 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 I mean, uh, our, our friend
4: of the pod, Steve Merkel has uh-huh. been fighting. Ramone, Fraser, a lot Ramon. Of, Ramon. Fraser, Ramon. Fraser Ramone. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Uh, I think he's Pfizer Ramon right now. <laughs> uh, digging up a lot of amazing Evan Fournier tweets. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, including his Sons of Anarchy outfit. Yeah. <laughs> um, so a- Evan Fournier was traded to the Boston Celtics for Jeff Teague and two second round
3: picks. That is... nothing. Yeah. Uh, I hate to say it. Good pickup, Danny H. <laughs> you got a real NBA player for free.
4: Yeah, and he he didn't have to trade any future assets.
3: Well, he tra- he well, traded two second, two round second picks. Round. Oh my
4: god, that had to kill him. It had to kill yeah. him. But you know, but you know I, what though
3: the the, the uh, trade exception was going to expire. So like, oh yeah, if yeah, you yeah. get so, Danny Ainge on a deadline, he'll make a deal. You know, like well, on a clock, like, he'll like give up an
4: asset when it's when it's required. Because like lo- wasting an asset would have been the great the, like letting an asset expo- that's the worst sin mm-hmm. for sure. Um, okay, so what do what does Zach Lowe think about this trade?
3: Um, I mean we did two trades here, didn't we? Because we also had the yeah. The... You're right. Okay. So I think well I'll just cover it from the Boston angle. I think eh, this is like a a shot glass full of beer. Um, cause he's kind of interested to see how Brad Stevens will move this stuff around. Um, but on the, uh, he's very interested to see, uh, Chicago with its new rotation. Uh, I think he's gonna give, I think he's gonna like a full slug while leaning against a doorway, looking in a mirror, seeing if he looks cool drinking the beer. Oh, I I like that.
4: <laughs> I think Evan Fournier
3: might have been might have been a Luke
8: Walton All Star at some point.
3: I mean, it's possible. I think Daniel Tice might have been actually. Oh, oh yeah,
4: yeah. I mean, that's that's important.
8: <laughs> um, as for Brian Windhorst, he's 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 intrigued by this, but you know, he start talking about the trade, and then it gets sidetracked by a story about one time when uh, Maverick Carter came to an open practice early in LeBron's career and Brian Windhorst had gotten was eating a chili dog at the time and and you know Maverick Carter called him chili for the next nine months and that reminded him a little bit of uh the way that you know a player can get stereotyped much like Evan Turner Evan Fournier did in Orlando Mm
3: -hmm. yep pretty good Uh, (laughs) um uh all right Sean, what's your next trade? Uh, this was okay. a white ass trade deadline. I should One say. Of the, well, <laughs> the, yeah, this is uh, this. I'm looking Max, at some names here, and there are some of just some of the whitest dudes at this trade. This trade. Deadline. Yeah. Uh, you know,
4: Maxi Cleaver did not get moved, but uh, depending on what I don't know what his politics are. Don't I haven't heard anything, but I don't. I don't think he's distressed. That uh Mark Cuban went out and well, Donnie Nelson went out and got him some uh some white boys. Hold uh on. the I Mavericks Kleber's
3: traded... too cool for that. <laughs> you're, you're right. Well, I think
4: Porzingis, okay. I, I didn't want to bring up Porzingis,
3: but I think he's look, they needed to get the this team has clearly been missing Dwight Powell, so they need a big man who shoots a lot and kind of sucks. <laughs>
4: So they um uh, they they get they dealt James Johnson and his epic expiring contract, which moved around twice in in massive ways, uh Orlando Magic Refugee, Wes Iwundu, and a second round pick for JJ Reddick, Nicola Melli, and one of John Calipari's non-success stories, Trey Lyles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh I mean, that, for me, I was just, my my opinion of this trade was like, why not?
3: I mean, I guess. I It, like, it feels free. It does feel free. I just don't think any of these guys are good. Yeah, I mean, maybe. May, <laughs> I, I
4: like that. I mean, I, I kind of get the idea of like, yeah, just put some shooting out there. It just seems like the Mavs bench was not so good that any of these guys aren't right. good enough to play. Like, and Trey Lyles weirdly feels like a guy that like Rick Carlisle might unlock the potential to make him a seventh man or something. Uh, still pretty young. Um, and then here's the most important part of the trade, Joey. And that is the impact on JJ Reddick and his secret family. Um, new Orleans is roughly 500 miles from Dallas. That's an eight hour drive. um, Probably if you take like a charter flight, you can make that in about two hours. So if you're scheduling your activities and trying to make sure that your various uh, wives and children don't meet, uh, that's you know relatively close. Now, Louisiana does not recognize palimony law whereas Texas does to a limited degree. Uh, This is a quote. The Texas Family Code does not provide for, quote, palimony. That means you cannot gain rights under the Texas Family Code because you lived with someone, and this is the key phrase, absent a valid marriage. You can, however, create an agreement on consideration of non-marital conjugal cohabitation under the Texas Business and Commerce Code. That is uh, Section 26.0. Oh, one clause B uh, section six, uh, section three, section three. Sorry. So uh, JJ Reddick may need to uh, keep that in mind.
3: Patrick Cosmos or Damon Agnos, please call and explain what any of that meant. All right. I uh... mean, yeah, he's just gotta, he's got he's gotta be
4: careful. Like he should, should probably establish the, the, the residence. Like, we
8: just like, have an had a Oklahoma, call well. Oklahoma city yeah. possibly. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Um, uh, this this gets, like, again, this is like a, like a tiny t- tiny sip of the beer, you know? Uh, I I don't think this, I don't think this. I mean, thinking about Luca gets Zach Lowe's rocks off, but I don't think thinking about how old J.J. Reddick is does, though, you know? Yeah, I get that.
8: Uh, For Brian Wenhorst uh this this had kind of the same impact as when Donyell marshall uh backed into his kia uh outside his shoot around one time in 20, 2006 and uh you know Donyell was very apologetic he was kind of an underrated gentleman he did also hold the single game three point record and what he did in this situation is he uh he had a cousin that could do bodywork and he did he actually did a pretty amazing job and uh, I he kept going I kept going to that guy for bodywork uh up until I moved to Miami and uh sadly when I returned in twenty fourteen uh you know it had it had it had gone out of business.
3: Uh all right, our next trade. This one's a big one, it feels like, uh right?
4: Uh yeah, absolutely.
3: I uh, mean this it felt like it would have been bigger
4: like a month ago, weirdly. Mm-hmm. Like if this had happened in the offseason, it would have felt huge.
3: But uh give it to us, Sean. What happened?
4: Uh the Miami Heat sent. Avery Bradley, uh Bad Kelly, guy. O, uh delightful Canadian Kelly O'Linick, and a 2022 pick swap to the Houston Rockets for mm-hmm. Victor Oladipo. Uh all right, so here my here's my thought. Uh he has been linked to the Miami Heat for like a year now. Mm-hmm. He's a free agent after the season. He has not been very good this year, Joey, but also.
8: Miami didn't really give anything up? Right.
4: So here's he's my He's
3: been question. really bad. Uh, well, I mean, uh-huh. he's been pretty bad. Uh, here's the problem with this trade, though. Okay. Um, I Like, it's a great... All I gotta say is this is a great trade for Miami, of course. Obviously. Uh-huh. But we need to look at this from the Houston side of it. Um, okay. And that involves... It becoming Tillman time. Here's here's <gasps> Tillman time.
0: It's Tillman time. That's right. Texas Tillman, Trump supporter, state house man, and billionaire buyer, Houston Rockets motherfucker. Tillman time.
1: How does Tillman describe himself a motherfucker
0: (laughs) all
3: i do is win win win
0: tillman time
3: dog what are you doing like look we were the first podcast on tillman fertita is an asshole and a creep road uh that's our corner and i have to say he has destroyed the houston rockets faster than you can even imagine He has now made a trade for, he has traded away James Harden in a worse way than a trade everyone spent 10 years making fun of the uh, Oklahoma City (laughs) Thunder for, right?
4: At least that made sense. And they, I mean, part of the reason that the James Harden trade backfired the way it did uh, is just that the, uh, the Toronto Raptors were unexpectedly good. Mm-hmm. So they got the 12th pick instead of what they thought would be a higher lottery pick. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he, he essentially like, like Dwayne Casey made it a much worse mm-hmm. trade, you know? Um, yeah. So, okay. But, but specifically in that James Harden trade, they chose Victor. This didn't need to be, it didn't have to have a Victor a great, Oladipo in it. <laughs> right. He chose to get Victor Oladipo, Instead of getting what the equivalent would have been Karis Levert and Jared Allen. Uh So instead of Karis Levert and Jared Allen, he has Avery Bradley, Kelly Olenek, who is expiring, Mm -hmm. and a 2022 pick swap
8: with the Miami Heat, who have no chance, no chance
4: Uh of being better than the Miami Heat in 2021 22 and thus taking advantage of the pick swap on the plus side though he does have that yeah. new mega yacht that's true he does have a mega yacht. Yeah, yeah. let's not forget that when tillman Fertitta was begging the american taxpayer mm-hmm. aka all of you mm-hmm. for a bailout he was building a mega yacht to go mm-hmm. along with his existing mega yacht mm-hmm. and hiding it overseas and
3: it has the same name
4: it has the same it, name. And what not is that even, name, Joey? It's Boardwalk. Boardwalk! He isn't
3: even smart enough to name his second yacht park place.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because uh. he, he's terrible at Monopoly, even though he's trying to run a Monopoly. Yeah. That is what the Galveston mob specialized in. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess, I, yeah, That's that's the Tillman time of it. Like... Also, he he made some lame ex- contract extension offer to Victor Oladipo and then just like brushed his hands off and was like, well, that's fine. And this was not a trade he needed to wait until mm-hmm. the last minute for. Nope. He held out. He held out mm-hmm. until like 11 a.m. What did not this happen? Like right at the actual deadline deadline, too. <laughs> uh-huh. And yet yep. this is this is what he held out for. Mm-hmm. Like he could have just saved us all a bunch of time and made this deal a month ago. And then at least we
3: would have gotten to have vaguely more interesting best
4: Tillman ruins
3: everything. Hold on. <laughs> I think I just found a quote on him not selling his yachts. Hold on.
4: Okay. Great, great, great.
3: Uh, this is from TexasMonthly.com. Uh Texas monthly asks. Uh, okay. First off, Look, I'm skipping around. This is an article I've not read, but it's it's an interview style. So Texas Monthly says something like, it would be like the Great Depression, bread lines, until Minfertita says, I've already got a Great Depression. I'm feeding my 2,000 Houston employees out of one of my closed restaurants, all free. It's not a bread line, but it's something I'm doing for my employees. It's tough out there for people, so the least I can do is feed them, which... I don't know. I doubt that's true. Anyway, if that's true, good on you, Tillman Fertitta.
5: He's not doing that.
4: <laughs> but also, I mean, the mob used to give out Thanksgiving turkeys too. So I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe his mafia roots mm, have, has led him to uh, bread and circuses to hide his avarice and near criminal financial behavior
3: but here's here's the question they asked. A lot of people are looking at you and saying, this guy's worth four billion dollars, whatever it is now. He's got mansions and yachts and jets. Why can't he afford to keep everyone on the payroll? And Tillman says, you know the answer to that, okay, It's kind of insulting, okay? Do you think I wouldn't go sell that stuff right now if I could? <laughs> Every Rockets fan just got slightly aroused. First off, I have $2 billion in, equ- in equity in the Rockets that I can't touch because you can only borrow so much on a basketball team. Do you think there's a buyer for Jets or Yachts right now? Absolutely not. Except there was a buyer for Yachts. His name was Tillman Fertitta. He uh-huh. bought it at the also, beginning of the pandemic. <laughs>
4: Tillman also borrowed all the money he used to buy the Houston Rockets anyway, so I don't
3: really understand what he's – talking about there all right do you think there's a buyer for my mansion right now there's nobody that's not being affected uh and then texas monthly says i hadn't thought about that you're right which he is not right but he, he continues oh. if you go find me a buyer for my yachts and my mansions and my jets i'll sell them tomorrow two billion dollars of my net worth is in the rockets one point five to two billion is in Landry's and the Golden Nugget, and then I have a billion in other assets, from stocks to real estates to homes to everything else. But you can't go spend that right now. Why are married? Not all these companies laying all those people off? Cause you pay yesterday's bills with today's money. The government said y'all are shut down today, and everything I own was shut down coast to coast in a seven-day period. No warning, no chance to start pulling back or anything. Do you think it's better? Or- you think it's better to furlough people for a week a few weeks? Hopefully. Or for us to be out of business in two months. One thing I make is good business decisions. <laughs> <laughs> you have to save the ship to save everybody. You have to buy the yacht to save yourself. I made up that last part. Yeah, I mean uh, <laughs> save the ship. I mean he knows all about saving a ship. Everybody's feeling pain right now, and I'm feeling more than anybody. Do I have food? Yeah. But that's why I'm feeding all my Houston employees. He's only feeding the Houston ones. Oh, oh, great. Uh, um,
4: Don't worry. Yeah, because because uh, he's not showing his face in the other places.
3: So anyway... This
4: is just to keep a murder attempt from happening. Because so, now it could just be a Rockets fan and not uh, just, so, uh, you know, some employee he's been exploiting. And firing as well so, after charging them for an
3: employee. So anyway, game. Rockets fans, news, the big Tillman news from the trade deadline... If you find someone to buy his yachts, he'll sell them and put that money back into the rockets. Uh-huh. uh-huh.
4: Unfortunately, he just needs to find a Tillman for Tita.
3: <laughs> um. Anyway, sorry, that's our Tillman, Tillman, uh, Tillman time. We haven't had one in a while. Um, Sean, what's the my? We gotta, we gotta blow through this faster. What's yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. Uh, the Zachlow scale on this one? Oh, uh, oh wait! Zach I'm, the Zach I'm, Zach I'm the Lowe, I'm Lowe. you the Lowe, Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's intrigued by how cheap uh Victor Oladipo sold for. He loves a good uh he he loves a good buy low, and that's why he's actually drinking an entire one of those baby Miller High Lifes. Ooh, okay, okay. Those little ponies. <laughs> um, and you yeah,
8: know this one just uh when you when you talk about buying low, obviously. Brian Windhorst is thinking about his condo in Cleveland that was underwater after the financial crisis, and uh, went to Miami and lived there for four years, and the condo remained underwater, much like Victor Oladipo's trade value, and uh, you know, much like Tillman Fertitta, uh, a lot of his personal equity was in that condo, that unsellable, vaguely rentable condo in in Cleveland, Ohio. Um,
3: Sean. What did Sa- the Sacramento Kings do today?
4: Oh, they made Read some them, big them all moves. really fast. They made some big moves. <laughs> We're going right at it. Okay, so in order of importance, Corey Joseph Cujo himself had two second round picks. Uh, one was a Laker pick next year, their own pick in 2024. Two, the Detroit Pistons for DeLon Wright, um, a guy who is going to play a lot in Sacramento, I think. And then uh, Nemanja Belisa to Miami 4. Mo Harkless and Chris Silva. Um, I don't know anything about Chris Silva, Joey. Um, seems like Lisa was not happy. Uh, also seemed like he was maybe a Vlade guy. It also uh, seems like Vlade. maybe they
3: forgot to get a uh, even a fake second round pick for him, though. You know what right, I mean? Right, like, like, shouldn't they have... Yeah, right, like...
4: Uh, he was kind of out of the rotation, I think, though. Sure. Um, okay, and then they got uh they traded a second round pick from Memphis uh obviously that's from the Garrett Temple trade <laughs> Oh obviously in of 2018 course. uh they took it was Ben McLemore's second go round in uh in sack uh to Toronto for bad guy
3: Terrence Davis Fuck that guy uh, cut it masks
4: and women mm-hmm. um and then they made a Completely fake second round pick swap, as far as I know, for uh, Miffyondu Kabendele from the Clippers. Kabendele, and, and
3: they cut him already. They cut him. Oh, Kabendele,
4: sorry. Yeah. Uh, oh, they cut him already. They cut him today. Yeah, oh, they, they cut, cut him and Jabari Parker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh, because they had to, they were running out of roster yeah. So I think maybe they made like a hundred dollars on that, or maybe they were just helping <laughs> out the Clippers. I don't really know. Um. They also. I, I just quickly let's talk about the, just what is going on with the Kings. They are
3: three games out. Well, of I should Tennessee. tell you right now. Yeah. Uh-huh. They put up 141 points on the Golden State Warriors tonight. Um. <laughs>
4: Joey, did you expect that to happen? Uh, no,
3: I bet a guy three dollars that they that the Warriors would not lose by ten, and uh-huh. they lost by twenty. Uh, and you know why I bet those $3, Sean? Because I made uh-huh. that bet on Monday. And yeah. I was like, this guy's dumb. Harrison Barnes isn't going to be there. Richelon Holmes isn't going to be there. It's a trade deadline. <laughs> right. right. And, uh, and, I, and all Reed I had to do, all the, all the fucking Warriors had to do, was not lose by 10 <laughs> points. And they lost by 20. So. Uh-huh. Yeah, Sacramento
4: was... Really on fire tonight. I got to say, the one man that wasn't on fire was the man who stayed, Harrison Barnes. One of nine tonight. Two points, plus 26 all the same. Uh, A guy who thought he might have got cut today because of the roster crunch, Kyle Guy, he put up 17. Uh, Deer and Fox put up 44. Jesus Anyway, uh, uh, so maybe they are going
3: to make the playing game. That's
4: all I'm well, saying. Now, now, at this point, yeah, now they're two games. Now that I, I was just going to make fun of them for being the league's worst defensive team and three games back and just a terrible point differential. But now they're two games behind the Warriors and cl- they seem to be. I don't know, maybe they're going to make the play. I guess why not? Like I, At first, I was like, oh, their bench is better, but who cares? But also, I mean, they care. (laughs) You know, I mean, at least least, like, like, I'd I'd feel better about this than if they didn't make four trades. If I were deer and Fox, you know, like it's sort of like, I think there's maybe an understanding that, yeah, we, we blew it with Marvin Bagley and also his body blew it in being able to play on the court ever, but like making a push for this playing thing. And like, at least having some sort of like, young guys who make a little more sense or you know, least seemed like he maybe didn't want to be there like that. I, I, I have come around on this day of activity from Sacramento, although it is still somewhat baffling that there was not a suitor for Harrison. Balls.
3: Here's what I'm going to say, though. Uh, I'm not going to be quite as nice. Uh, I like Delon Wright. I like some of their guys, but here's what I'm going to say. I even like Vivek. Vivek has historically been a, one of the more woke owners, at least. But here's the thing. Uh, you can't be called the Kings because your team hates women. You still have Luke Walton as your coach, and you oh, traded for Luke- Terrence Davis. So fuck the Sacramento Kings.
4: Yeah, Terrence Davis sucks,
3: man. Um,
4: I, I sort of forgot about that because he was at the end of the
3: sentence.
4: Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yep. Uh, but yeah, so uh, you they might get a blood money tense. Playing game. Yeah.
3: Congratulations, guys. Um right. should have traded Harrison Barnes. His value was never gonna be higher than it was today. <laughs> uh what again, is Zach Lowe? He scored oh, yeah. two points. Uh Zach Lowe does not give a shit about this. He is uh He's putting he's in the grocery store putting the case of the six pack of beer back. He mm-hmm. went all the way, he waited in line, and then he was like, you know what? I don't think I can drink a beer tonight, and then walked. Out of the line and put it back in the the freeze the uh the cooler.
8: Uh, this reminded Brian Windhorst of one time in a post game scrum that he uh went up and he he called he called Mel Harkless Maurice Harkless and uh, then one of the other writers said some people call me Maurice and I I didn't recognize that song at all. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh Sean. This next trade is probably going to interest most of our listeners because, for some reason, the largest part of our listener base is in a city we are uh, mean to a lot. What did I'm the Portland call- Trailblazers do? <laughs> I'm calling this one Powell goes to Powell.
4: That's right. Like, trading these guys like used books. The Portland Trailblazers sent Gary Trent Jr. and Rodney Hood to Toronto for storming Norman Powell. Ooh. Uh I like yeah. this trade
3: for both teams actually. This is a good trade for both. Yeah, and actually it so what's very funny about this is uh Gary Trent Jr is just a guy the Raptors are going to turn into Norman Powell in 6 months and uh then trade him for the next Norman Powell 5 years yeah. from now, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. Do you think do you think
4: now I'm not I'm I'm get me tell me if this is the wrong Portland celebrity, but do you think it's possible that what um, any member of Portugal of Portugal Demand begins wearing um, UTG gear, aka Understand the Grind, Norman <laughs> Powell's official streetwear line?
3: No, but I do kind of want to know what happens to all that stuff because it's like <laughs> Toronto affiliated, right? So like, uh yeah, right. Are they like, like shipping that to like? Is it like where the uh loser the losing Super Bowl t-shirts go? Well, I gotta say,
4: <laughs> if you have some um extra and gently used clothes, Portland, Oregon is not the worst place mm. Great to, point. Great to point. There, there, there's a little bit of a market for that uh in the thrifting. Um all of these players are impending free agents. The difference is that uh it, you know, Norman Powell is probably going to cost more. And Gary Trent Jr. is a restricted free agent instead. So, um, But Norman Pell has been really Really shooting the ball.
8: He feels like a guy that would be a blazer anyway. I mean, I know he's always been on the
4: Raptors, but like... He does feel like... He definitely has like a a blazer vibe. And, I mean, it just seems like a great trade for both. I mean, you hate to lose Gary Trent Jr., but it was also possible like they weren't going to match in the offseason too. So...
3: And can hmm. I make fun of a tweet really quickly? Yeah, please, please. Okay, I want to make it clear. I actually really like this writer. I think he's uh-huh. a very good beat writer for the Portland Trailblazers. And that's uh-huh. why I'm not going to say his name. Uh, but a beat writer for the Portland Trailblazers. Oh, no, you can say his name. He had a sense of, <laughs> right. He is a sensei. Jason Quick.
4: Name. It's Jason Quick. Uh,
3: yeah. yeah, who, again, is really good at his job, and I really like him. Uh, well, this is yeah. Posted such a weird tweet about Gary Trent today he quote tweeted an article he wrote about Gary uh, about Gary Trent and then said, on a personal note for first year and a half, I admit I was a little intimidated by Gary seems standoffish, but more I talked to him, the more interesting and deep I found him. He has an incredible heart, and his wardrobe dot 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 get ready to have your eyes open Toronto I mean that I I love it. I, because I love honestly, that he loves Gary Trent this much. I really do. I I just the wardrobe part <laughs> hit me somewhere, and I'm like, the
4: wardrobe. I'm, thing, I'm, it's I'm like, actually ready to have my own eyes opened. Toronto and I'm not even in, to 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 Gary Trent's fashion sense. I'm now very curious because I did not know that at all about him. And honestly, Toronto seems like a place where a lot of your sartorial. Ambitions can
3: fly, Toronto this guy's drip is so hard you're gonna come in your pants, <laughs> <laughs> drip King Gary Trent, according to beat writer Jason Jason quick, quick.
4: anyway, uh, I also like that he seemed to realize like that that like uh, it was such a weird thing to tweet, but also didn't like back off it. I yeah. like that. <laughs> Uh, I thought it was res- I thought it was respectable energy for sure.
3: <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, the Raptors also traded Matt Thomas to Utah. Um, Zach Lowe's, of course, drinking a full fucking beer because his wife is from Toronto. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's his third home away from home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. And well, his home know. away from home, his his home homes away from home, of course, are going in this order. Um. Brooklyn, that's his home.
9: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, the... <laughs> LA Live, America's greatest LA entertainment capital, because both Grantland and uh, the Jump film there. Croatia.
9: hmm
3: Toronto. <laughs> so I guess it's his fourth home away from home. Fourth home away. And it's... his fifth is the swimming pool, of course. Right, right. Yeah. He's... <laughs>
4: Where he took no prisoners oh. on that on that when he when when Zach Lowe puts a bonnet on, <laughs> you better
3: watch yourself. Um, what's what's uh what's old Wendy say?
8: Well, Brian Windhorse is also pretty excited about this. It actually reminded him of a time that uh he and uh, Ben McMahon and uh, Tim Bontemps uh, went out to a loose meat sandwich restaurant on their way. It was during the NBA Finals, and they were driving uh, during the. Oh, I'm sorry, the Eastern Conference playoffs driving between Chicago and Cleveland. They found a loose meat sandwich restaurant, very reminiscent of the one that Roseanne had on a show. And uh the whole time uh Ben McMahon had pretended to have just a piece of meat hanging out of his mouth just to see if Bond Temps would mention it, and Bond Temps just wouldn't raise to the bait. And uh that's kind of what it felt like with Norman Powell's trade demands. The the Raptors were really dangling him, trying to get someone to the bait, and uh, they got something tasty in Gary Trent Jr.
3: Great. Um, you know what this means, though? Toronto Raptors only traded Matt Thomas and Norman Powell. So what does this mean, Sean? It means that Kyle Lowry's staying in Temple. <laughs> that's right. Kyle Lowry staying in the dot USA, baby. right? He's coming that's coming back
4: what... next year, too.
3: That's what they call Tampa Bay, right? T <laughs> dot
4: T T dot South, baby. Um, don't they call it? Don't they call it the Point Seven?
3: Is yeah, that right? I don't know. <laughs> um, but we had to ask. Uh, there's someone with feelings who's very connected to the Toronto Raptors, and we knew she would have a lot to say about Kyle Lowry sticking in town. Uh here's our friend. Basketball feelings is her substack. You can read her all over the place. I always mess up her credits, so I'm not even gonna mention her. <laughs> Sean, where is where does Katie write other than Basketball Feelings?
4: Um well she's been
3: hasn't she been writing for um yahoo sports canada i know she's right, written for that she, she has written for
4: yahoo sports canada <laughs> why am i not remembering is she was she the the why can't i remember the name of the site that has film drunk and up rocks. Or, or the, up, up rocks rocks yeah
3: jesus uh she wrote a lot of great pieces about the coronavirus for up rocks um and uh basketball Felix newsletter yeah and uh basketball is her podcast as well as the podcast dishes and dimes
4: dishes and dimes
3: um that's right, our friend at Woodev's Katie Heindel, called us to talk briefly about Kyle Lowry. Take it away, Katie. <laughs> She's gonna hate that. <laughs>
7: hey, dudes. Third time the charm of this um obviously, the Kyle Lowry trade deadline is that's what I'm gonna call this one has gone down to infamy in my brain uh and really thrown me for a loop. I'm obviously thrilled, but I do need some time to like sit and think about what happened. Um, while also taking a minute to like not think about what happened for a little while. So while I do that, I would love to listen to both of your interpretations of what you think the backroom conversations were uh today about Kyle Lowry between, say, Dara Morey uh and Pat Riley. Maybe it's a little piece of theater you would like to put on for your friend Katie. Uh I would love that. Thank you. Love you guys. Bye. All right.
4: Uh thanks katie also thanks, katie. i'm very proud of us for giving a five minute intro to a 45 yeah, second
3: yeah yeah we are terrible out. we are terrible at podcasts business but katie's the best yeah katie is the best um so katie asked for a bit of theater uh-huh. um and you know who loves theater sean is
4: it uh daryl mori it is it is president daryl slash gm of the I guess he's the president. How many? Um, here's the GM.
3: Here's a question about Daryl oh, mori Actually, how many NFTs do you think he owns? You know, I I think he might be staying away. I think he's no, got there's a no, ton. Way. there's no way. He's got he's got an
4: in. I bet he's not selling yet though.
3: No, no fucking way. Um, I bet he has so many crypto kitties. He's got. I bet he's got uh diamond hands. With yeah, oh stuff. for sure. How much GameStop do you think Daryl Morey owns? I think like a surprising <laughs> amount. Yeah, like four million dollars worth of GameStop. Uh-huh. Was... Um... He's like, I
4: know, that, I know that all these rat bastards in the NBA, including my boss, are just doing these shorts for their.
3: <laughs> um. Okay. So it's Pat Riley and Daryl Morey talking about huh. Kyle Lowry. Yeah. Um, who would you like to portray here? Um, I'll play Daryl Morey. Okay, that makes me Pat Riley. Yeah. Okay. And
4: now, we don't have a good handle on what either of those guys really sound like. I guess Pat Riley a little more.
3: I mean, sort of. Not really. Uh, like, These are I can't, be but I'm the one who can't really do an impression anyway. I do one impression, and I've already done it twice on this episode, so... What?
2: Um...
4: um. <laughs>
3: Um, okay. Do you want to start? Yeah, I'll start. All right, Pat. It was
4: quite a battle going after you there. It was like we were, um,
0: Valjean and
4: Javert going after our own little Gavroche, the little man with the heart of gold and the soul of a warrior. I think you know who I'm talking about, Kyle Lowry. And he proves that you know, when, when little people fight, they may look easy pickings, but they've got some bite.
3: Yeah, Daryl, uh, you're right, um, it's me, Pat Riley, you can hear, you can tell it's me because of this. Those are my rings, and also the head of my cock.
4: Oh, wow, wow,
3: uh, it's very impressive,
4: Pat, uh, I'm... How many of those do you have? Well, i I have a couple of uh, NFTs of rings, actually, uh, that d- including a lot from your Miami Heat team. And I don't Darryl, know if you know what that is. It's a non-fungible token.
3: Daryl, what's your BMI?
4: You know, I, I, I don't really think about the scale. It's more of a, a dietary plan. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I just... I just I You'd never cut in Miami. Of, You'd never cut it in Miami. You know, I, I, don't, I don't think I'd like to be in Miami, honestly. I sunburn very easily. You know, you know I'm, I'm I'm more of like a, a baker figure. Pat, you've seen Into the Woods, of course, right? I, I don't know what that is. Well, you know, I'm I'm like the cow as white as milk, actually. But but honestly, that what I always thought after after leaving Houston and being to able to reunite in Philadelphia, I I felt like that the, the statement in that song that musical classic song, No One is Alone, is truly it's truly something to live by, and uh, I think I would feel a little lonely in Miami.
3: Nobody's lonely in Miami, my man. If you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah,
4: I I guess I've I guess I've heard that before. <laughs> yeah, people like to. I only go to cities like...
3: where I fuck. Wow, I thought you were a married man, Pat. You know, each 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 married man is married in their own way. You know what I mean? Is that why you didn't allow your team to bring their wives and families? Because I.
4: I had a talk with J.J. Reddick about this, and it was pretty confusing. No
3: easy buckets, that's all I'll say, you know?
4: Okay, okay, well, uh, you know, as, um, I guess as (laughs) Auntie Mame would say, life is a banquet, and most poor SOBs are starving to death. But you know who's not starving to death?
3: Kyle Lowry's fat ass. Kyle Lowry. Pat, was that going to be a concern for you?
4: Did you, I know you wanted him, but... Would you would you try to get him on an ass reducing program or something? I'm pretty sure Jimmy Butler would know what to do. I I don't know what you mean there, but uh, I do know that uh, a lot of the advanced it's metrics ass jig. Wow. Okay. You know, I I feel like I need to maybe get up early tomorrow. Speaking of Jimmy Butler, seems like a good guy, but uh, you know the stats are really telling me that what our team needed more than anything else was George Hill.
3: The only stats I I ever uh think about are white versus black because I played in the Glory Road game. You were on the racist team. I mean,
4: I'm not racist. I, I guess not. I mean, you did you did get rid of Kelly Olynyk, I guess. And Myers well, Leonard. And Myers, well, you had Myers Leonard. That's that's a little bit troubling, I got to say. We kind of have a diverse team. We have a we have a guy from Cameroon. We have a guy from Australia.
3: It's a little bit of an international coalition. In you know fact, who you don't have? Who's that? Kyle Lowry. Yeah, you're
4: you right. know who's
3: gonna get him this summer? Masai Ujiri. That was my rings. That was my rings. They're gonna get him. I just put him on the table, and I'm like, "Listen, fucko, look uh-huh. at this. You'll never have this."
4: Is that how you signed James Johnson to a four-year deal?
3: Yep. Actually, he put me in a hell. How much
4: did you pay Myers Leonard this year?
3: $10 million. $10
4: million. Wow. He's... Boy, that... It's almost like you're, uh... Hey, we got Trevor Ariza.
3: You're, like, one of the producers, (laughs) right? We got Trevor Ariza.
4: It's terrible.
3: You know know what Trevor Ariza has? I gotta say, (laughs) Daryl... This. He had him for a while. He's a pretty good guy. I'm dropping my rings on the table. Are you not hearing that?
4: I guess I mean, I, I'm. I'm kind of. It reminds me of the maracas in
3: South Pacific. I gotta say, Daryl, if you ever get one of these championship rings, uh huh, don't drop them on the table so much. They look like shit.
4: Oh, I. That's terrible. They're I'm all dented.
3: dented. I can't do anything with that with my esports team. But, my rings you know, are so fucked up, Daryl. Because all I could do is drop him on the table and say, look at this, you fucko. Didn't you put him in like a,
4: a big bag and then you let other people throw like their garbage personal possessions on him in,
9: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in Miami?
4: Yep. I think I was talking to you, about
3: that. You know what else I do when I put him in a bag? What is that? couple of rings in a bag. Mm-hmm. You know what that is? It's a blackjack, son. You can knock <laughs> anybody out
4: wow wow you're you're almost like a roxy heart figure wow it's, it's is amazing. that a woman
3: magic had, had sex it. with and at the he, forum he club probably did he probably did I, I mean yeah
4: probably he did that you'd never cut it at the
3: forum club
4: i don't think i would cut it at the forum Club. jerry but, uh... west
3: jerry west would slip you one mickey and you'd never come back alive I mean, I, I did a great
4: investment opportunity. Honestly, I'm sure Doctor Bus was really cleaning up there, especially if he'd,
3: you know, he he cleaned up the, a like, lot of okay, stuff. Afraid. He cleaned up a lot of stuff. Oh wow! Several wow. several of my murders. Well, Pat, why
4: why were you why didn't you go out and get Kyle Lowry? You're so ruthless most of the time.
3: Because all I have to do this summer is this. <laughs> oh no, I lost one. Oh God! Pat. Oh, it fell in the
4: heating duct. Pat, you got to get out of there. You you don't need to impress me. I'm I'm under. I have a lifetime contract. Shame. with an esports
3: league. Shane Shane Battier. Shane Battier. Do you have that long stick with a magnet on it? I need it again. Anyway, Kyle Lowry's fine. I'm going to sign him this summer.
4: All right. Well, you enjoy that, and you know, have a great day, Pat.
3: I'm I'm off to a matinee. Yeah. Okay. Later. So, anyway, that was our bit of theater um mm-hmm. thank Katie, you, Katie. I, I we love you we very appreciate much. that yeah, um, they didn't talk about uh admittedly, they did not talk about Kyle Lowry very much,
4: yeah, you know i I think like it's tough for those guys to talk about their regrets, mm-hmm. but I, I have heard um yeah, Kyle Daryl had him once too, you know, he's got no one to blame but himself. he's lost him twice now.
3: All right, Sean, Philadelphia 76ers, what did they do today? Instead of trading for Kyle Lowry, everybody said they were going to trade for Kyle Lowry. And what did they get instead?
4: The hometown boy did not come home. So they made they made a... a I'm going to give you the two sides of this trade. They traded uh, Australian sensation Terrence Ferguson. He's not from there. Um, he just played there once. Uh, Vincent Poirier. Mm-hmm. Um I think it was a free agent who got signed and moved around and a 2021 second round pick to the New York Knicks for Austin Rivers and Iggy Brasdekis. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Doc Rivers got his son back.
9: Um, for a did he
4: couple though? of minutes, yeah. <laughs> for a couple of minutes, because then the Sixers traded big man, Tony Bradley, Austin, the, the recently acquired Austin Rivers and, Philadelphia's second round picks in 2025 and 26. That's right. Current seventh and eighth graders <laughs> to Oklahoma City for pick fetishist, uh to pick fetishist Sam Fresny for George Hill. Yep. So they added George Hill and Iggy for uh three second round picks. Terrence Ferguson, Tony Bradley, Vincent Poirier. Mm-hmm. Uh, George Hill does seem very helpful, but Joey, can we talk about how much the Philadelphia 76ers hate, uh, family reunions?
3: (laughs) Yeah, uh, we should briefly talk about that. Sean, what (laughs) other family reunions have they thwarted?
4: Well, I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, Miles Bridges, Joey, uh, whose mother is an employee of the Philadelphia 76ers front office... Uh, there was a heartwarming feature on they them. they Drafted were able to her on, drafted, 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 drafted him on yeah, draft night. Drafted him on draft night in the lottery and then immediately traded him for Zaire Smith just so they could try to kill him yeah, with yeah, Sesame yeah. Seeds. They had a uh, science
3: experiment they needed uh-huh. to do. And Zaire Smith was the perfect, the perfect... Uh, <laughs>
4: <laughs> they got like an, I think they got an extra, the extra Miami 2023 unprotected first round pick from like the Goran Dragic deal in it. And yeah. it blew up in their faces immediately. Uh, ever since that trade, they've been looking for a guy who is like Miles Bridges, mm-hmm. uh, who is awesome. But wait, wait, ha-
3: it's man. not Miles Bridges, it's Mikhail. we have saying Miles, it's Mikhail Bridges.
4: Oh McKill Bridges, Sorry, yeah, yeah.
3: The, the better bridges. Yeah, the Sorry. better
4: McHale of the bridges. two bridges. Yeah. McKill Bridges. Uh, who also is from who also went to Villanova. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Hometown in, Hero. In, hometown Hero. Uh currently a Valley of the Sun hero, Talking Pines, uh Talking Stick. Yep. Talking, talking Stick Casino yeah. Resort. Mm-hmm. Um so and then Doc Rivers, this is the second
8: time he's traded his son.
3: Uh, so, I have a secret, incredible. by the way, I have a secret feeling uh-huh. that uh Daryl Morey is really, uh, really pumped that he still got to keep Iggy Brasdekas in this deal. It just yeah. seems like the secret guy Daryl Morey would have been obsessed with. Yeah,
4: like, <laughs> like it was where all the pieces were moved around. Even George Hill is just a false yeah, guy. Yeah. George like...
3: Hill helps now, but he's like... Yes. But Iggy
4: Ugh. in two years. <laughs> Imagine that Twin Towers. Yeah, yeah. A beat. <laughs> um But also, George Hill seems uh, extremely helpful. Good, good fit for this team, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like George Hill. Yeah. I also like good. that they've they've gone from. I
3: mean, he's not Ben's, Kyle Lowry.
4: <laughs> no, no, no. But like, it just feels like there's always a lot of attention to like. Ben Simmons is our point guard, and without saying like, you know, it might be nice if you had like anyone else who was also a point guard and mm-hmm. this George Hill is certainly somebody else. Yep. Um, and now, okay. So he has 17 upcoming first round picks and 17 up, up upcoming second round picks. And like uh, it, like, at some point it is just an obsession, right? Like you're just,
2: mm-hmm.
4: and now, now if, if Sam Presley is able to turn those into uh, NFTs, mm-hmm. they might be working with something there.
3: <laughs> um, we should also just mention, we didn't do a podcast on it, but earlier... Oh, we gotta rate these, though. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, sorry. Um, I think Zach O'Connell likes this trade. Uh, I mean, he loves the Sixers. He loves to think about the Sixers. He's drinking, like, uh... He's getting out a measuring cup, and he's drinking exactly a third of a cup of beer.
8: Okay.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah, he's particular. <laughs>
8: Uh, here, Wendy, Wendy starts talking about his own family and then uh, just reveals very casually that he was once legally dead for a day. That's his <laughs> prediction.
3: Um, we should mention an older deal. We don't need to do the Wendy and Lowe uh, scale no. here because uh, it's old. Um, Milwaukee got PJ Tucker for a lot of bullshit. Um, yeah, <laughs> I want to talk
4: about this pick swap, but Milwaukee, this is like the most dunked on. Oh, I love it. Uh, Milwaukee traded its own 2023 first for its 2022 first, so it could trade its 2021 first for Houston's 2021 second rounder, which is literally going to be moving up like four spots in the draft. It's so complicated. Uh, and Philly writers are already saying that uh, Tillman won't, wouldn't send guys to Philly despite spite uh, Darryl Morey, which... I mean that that actually seems pretty likely mm-hmm. to me. Yep, but but why would he either? He's a spiteful, terrible man.
3: Maybe uh maybe Daryl Morey wanted to buy his boat. Um, all right. Uh, then the Clippers and the Hawks had one of the weirder trades. We'll finish the day uh-huh. off with this that I've maybe yeah. ever seen. It's also one of those unfortunate things that made everyone on basketball Twitter tweet the same joke, and it was infuriating, and I hated yep. it. Um, do you want to explain the trade, Sean? <laughs> yeah, the Clippers traded
4: Lou Williams and two second-round picks, two of the Atlanta Hawks, for uh, Rajon Rondo. Lou's coming home. Mm-hmm, great. Uh, place he won six man of the year to another place he won six man of the year.
3: Um, <laughs> uh, is he gonna? Um, is he gonna eat some wings, Sean? Does Lou Williams but, get to eat wings? I always eat wings at a strip club that he loves? Uh,
2: uh, is he, is he going, going back to Metro
4: City? The, the
2: wings are named after him. <laughs>
4: um, uh, this was okay. The weird thing
3: about okay it. This trade is super sense. weird. It does it's not make super sense. Weird. It it's, doesn't but... make sense. Lou Williams is better than Rajon Rondo. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's like a weird. It's a. It's just very weird that they made a move to get two. Um, I'm gonna say I think both those guys are going to the Hall of Fame. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. It is more likely than not that Paul George. Uh, it makes it I thought weird. you were talking about Lou
3: Williams and Rajon oh, no. Rondo. Oh no, no no, like, no, 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 no. I mean I just, they're like, I... I guess
4: what? <laughs> yeah. No. Um, so those guys, uh the NBA superstars, and yet it feels like they've spent a year and a half trying to get a team leader. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's so bizarre that you have two all-Stars, really good players, Hall of Famers, mm-hmm. probably. And that neither one of those guys wants to just take charge at any point. And so they've, th- and I guess that's like Rajon Rondo. It seems like that's the team, you know, the front yeah. office was just like, shit, we at least need a guy who's going to at least be a weird alpha even when it's, I guess, I guess they're like, well, Rajon Rondo was sort of inappropriately the leader when he was surrounded by much talented, much more talented people in various cities. So <laughs> I guess he could do that here. <laughs> like, uh, he, he yelled at Ray Allen.
9: Uh-huh.
4: Uh, maybe, maybe his anger can, can light a fire under like Luke Kennard. Um. Yeah. Rayshon Rondo and Serge Ibaka seems like a weird combo, just weird. just personality wise,
9: mm-hmm. and
4: and the fact that they threw in two second round picks to Atlanta to make this deal happen to get their backup point guard, um, it, it it's so strange. That and also sad I'm, on the other I'm, side, yeah. Well, I'm not even sure it was a bad move for the Clippers. It's just it's just so weird that in their particular situation. Rayjean Rondo is two second-round picks better or more valuable than Lou Williams.
3: Right, because he's a much worse player. And I don't even think Lou Williams is that good.
4: <laughs> well, I mean, we're, we're underestimating
3: playoff Rondo. Uh, I don't ever want to hear about that <laughs> either!
4: It's uh, like Connect Four, but it's a basketball court. Anyway, uh, I guess a they're hoping deal. that...
3: Uh, Rondo's going to shoot 40% from three in the playoffs again, and that didn't have anything to do with LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Uh-huh. I don't know, man. I'm sorry, Clippers fans. This is... I do not like this trade
6: at all.
4: It, um, it seems so lopsided. It's just... It's so weird. It uh, And it was like they were they were going to be in the market for Kyle Lowry, and they got Rajon Rondo. <laughs> I mean, they did weirdly say
3: that... Anyway, well, and
4: now and now the Hawks are like, "Wow, well, our backup point guards, Lou Williams, instead of uh, Rajon Rondo, that's okay." But it's like you're going to pair Chris
3: Dunn, like, but also he's you're going right to pair now, Trey but... Young with that's even weirder. It's all weird, weird teams. Also, the, the uh, can we just mention really quickly every how all little week...
4: s- little sense the hawks rumors floating yes. around have been all
3: week the hawks there were crazy hawks rumors like uh-huh oh man the the warriors are there talking about trading bogdan for bogdan Bogdanovich. ooh uh john collins they're trading john collins and it's like the hawks were like were li- are literally currently They are in 6th place. They're in
4: 6th place, but they're one game back. Yeah, they're half a game out of 4th. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Now, a lot of teams are clumped there, but still... um half a game out of out of fourth they've been on fire their yeah. <laughs> their last 10 games they're uh eight and two, eight and two. Yeah. They and then they've lost two in a row so yeah they they just came up an eight game winning, winning streak, streak going and, into the
3: trade deadline and the basketball rumor mill decided yep this looks like a team that's selling to me they got to get rid of John Collins oh, yeah.
4: or Bogdan Bogdanovich. And they got to do just it signed. in season. Yeah. In season, they got to do it. Well, and it was heard at the beginning of the year. So they're just like, <laughs> we've seen 20 games of Bogdan and ugh, we want to vomit. Um, it's completely strange. Uh, but yeah, this deal seems like a no-brainer for the Atlanta Hawks. I guess. Even if the yeah. no Williams <laughs> and Dre Young are weird together, like, take the picks. Uh, but he get put his wings. He's gonna get distracted by the wings. I think Lou Lou makes more, right? Probably, maybe Probably, not I don't
3: know. Just seems like I the guess vibe. The vibe um,
4: is so like that is a real positive vibes addition uh-huh. to the uh, to the Atlanta Hawks. All right, sure.
3: Rondo makes seven and a half million a year. Okay, and so it's signed Lou for two eight. years. Yeah.
4: Um. Oh, so they actually got off the second year of yeah, the Rondo uh-huh. deal, or they or they didn't have they didn't get Rondo.
3: Lou Williams uh, makes eight million a year, so yeah, they yeah. saved half half a million dollars.
4: Um, oh, but Clippers, also don't, job.
3: but also don't have, <laughs> but they have to pay Rajon Rondo um, <laughs> next year seven uh-huh. and a half million dollars. Okay.
8: Yeah, well, he'll there's no
4: reason to think he might decline in year 16.
3: Sure, I'll pay Rondo! I don't care! That's Steve Ballmer. Um, alright, uh... <laughs> what, what does Zach think of this one? Uh, he's baffled by it, so he just chugs the entire b- beer till he passes out, but it's uh-huh. actually a, a bottle of NyQuil. He somehow, his daughter switched in his hand when he was sleeping. <laughs> uh-huh. And,
8: uh... This is just Brian Winworth talking about a cousin of his who, uh, you know, lives right now on the outskirts of Denver, Colorado, and he actually has a magic store called Magic City.
3: <laughs> Great. Do you think either Zach Lowe or Brian Windhorst have ever been to a strip club? Uh,
4: I think they both have.
3: Did they Not like but- it?
4: No, neither one of them like it. <laughs> but they—they they, 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 those guys have been to bachelor parties, mm. and Zach's <laughs> like a reporter. You know, like he was a reporter who used to be an athlete, and like he, Zach, what was a crime reporter? I just feel like, but also I just think being around basketball would have forced them to go to a strip club at some point. Fair enough. Like they, they both work for ESPN. <laughs> like, like a really, a really aggressively horny and drunk company. And I don't think either of them are that, mm-hmm. but, like, I just feel like they couldn't have avoided it at
3: some point. <laughs> um, alright. Sean, that's our trade deadline episode. Our oh, non-emergency okay. trade deadline episode. <laughs> um, I promise, listeners, I promise you, we will only ever have an emergency episode if there's an actual emergency and if if you're getting your emergency news from us you're you're in trouble. It's happened already. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh Sean, um did you write a song?
4: I did. Uh I made it I wrote it about a a big trade. By my my boys, the Sacramento Kings, that did not involve a uh, a bad person. It's called I Swap Delon and Delon won.
3: Very good. Very good. Um Do you have anything you want to plug? Uh my
4: Zoom comedy show is on Fridays from seven to eight. It is called Self Care Comedy. You can check it out at org slash self-care comedy. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, And then as for me, you can always follow me on Instagram at Frankie Muniz, where um, on Wednesday I posted an Instagram story of myself holding my newborn son and said, I'm a dad, guys. I love him so much. I love my wife so much. Um, And then he wrote over the video, I love my baby so much and I love my wife more than ever. Which, anytime anyone repeats something twice, it's a lie. All right, um.
9: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Trust the process. Trust the process. And, uh, shut it down. Let's go tweet about fucking wings. Everyone, <laughs> right now, tweet about wings. <laughs> now! It's funny. It's funny. It's, it's really just funny. funny. Uh, it's so
4: funny.
5: To Josh Jackson. I swapped the lawn and the long one. I swapped the lawn and the long one. Wave it cost me 60 million. I swapped the lawn and the long one. I swapped the lawn and the long one. I felt my swinging to Sacramento. I right hear old town is fun. He's leaving the worst team we've ever had. I swapped the lawn and the long one. I swapped the loan in. If there were three words I could use to describe this Detroit Pistons season, it would be straight to hell. And three words, four words to describe Troy Weaver when he's looking at a free agent market lost in the supermarket. already giving up on kill young I swapped the lawn and the lone one I swapped the lawn and the lone one we once traded Chauncey for I have a son I swapped the lawn and the lone one I swapped the lawn and the long one i have traded everybody and we're still so bad the tanking's just begun I know twin case is gonna miss this land I swapped the lawn and lone one, I swapped the lawn and I swapped the lawn and the long one. 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 I the lawn and the lawn one, I the lawn and the lawn one, I the lawn and the lawn one, I the lawn and-
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen